3: Host, Beth Ann.
4: And I welcome you today to CSE Talk Radio. It's my honor, my privilege, and definitely my pleasure to be here with you today. It was a dark and stormy night in the Midwest last night, as severe thunderstorms and tornadoes made it through our state. When you live in the Midwest, Tornado Alley, you might get accustomed to the tornado sirens and the warnings you know to take shelter. And I've joked before about the sirens being just one of the sounds of spring. But while we might be accustomed and know the dangers, reacting instinctively, we will never be accustomed to the complete devastation those storms can bring. The power of these storms is an amazing and astounding thing to watch what they've done. The twisters twisting buildings lift cars up and stand them on their nose or put them in a tree. Power beyond our personal comprehension. Jefferson City took a hit, as did other towns throughout this Midwest in Missouri. Amazingly, though, thus far, no persons have been reported missing, and only three confirmed fatalities in the state, 20 in the Jefferson City area, have been uh, noted as injured thus far. My family, and extended family as well, as close friends who live in the Jefferson City and surrounding areas, are safe. They are safe this morning. And I thank all of you who were texting me and checking on my family early this morning. Many friends, many prayers, and some you don't know, but you will recognize the name Daniel Turner and Melody Cedarstrom as they were checking on me and my family this morning to make sure we were okay. The storms came on the anniversary of another tornado that swept through, swept through our state, May 22nd, 2011, eight years ago, Joplin, Missouri, was hit with an EF5 tornado. 161 lives were taken from us, and the town had to be completely rebuilt. It seemed like weeks drug on as they were searching for the missing in that storm. Communities came together then and have in the past and they've come together this morning as they are even still organizing to pick it all up and start all over again. It is the love and devotion of communities across this great nation that make America great and bring America home. Our prayers continue for those this morning facing loss, facing tragedy, and trying to pick up the pieces and move life forward. Not an easy task, regardless of the cause of of destruction and loss. Today we will talk about our nation and the security issues we face with legal and illegal immigration. While the dangers in this mess, which, by the way, is created by Congress and continued by Congress, this chaos and crisis is devastating as well to our nation, and the communities need to come together to take care of things. Disease and drugs and crime and jobs and economy and lives, human trafficking. Those are just generalized parts of the problem as we skim the surface of the crisis of immigration. Mike Cutler is with us this morning, and we planned this show a week ago. We didn't have any idea that we were going to get hit by a tornado last night. And uh, politically, though, things have been popping and hopping, and Mike is uh, with us again today. If you'll remember, he is a retired senior special agent of the INS. And we welcome you back, Mike. How are you doing today?
1: I'm good, Beth Ann. I'm glad you and your family loved ones have gotten through the storms okay. Yeah, um, we're
4: going to get hit know, again tonight, so keep those prayers going up. <laughs> and, and, and,
1: and and we're supposed to get clobbered as well. We've actually been told there may be some uh, tornadoes and up in the northeast, believe it or not, this evening. We yeah. don't usually see them, though it does happen occasionally. Yeah, um, do. But, you know, it reminds me of the aftermath of nine eleven, 11 Life-making devastation and that we had to deal with it. The sad thing is that nine eleven could have been averted. The tornadoes mm-hmm. can't be, at least— Up until now, we don't have technology to change the weather, but we do have the ability to change the way we do things where violations of laws are concerned, particularly when those laws undermine, as you so properly point out, so many aspects of our lives in America, so many of the challenges and threats we face. And that's not a statement, is that a phobia? It's about being careful that we don't bring in people who would do harm to us, whether wittingly or unwittingly, Because we have to put our own citizens first the way you put family members first when there's a problem.
4: You do have to put family members first. And somebody was talking about that uh, earlier this week. Uh, Well, actually, I think it was last evening on uh, Fox News. Somebody was talking about locking the doors. What do you do? You lock the doors. You keep yourself safe. And we've uh, done the opposite as a nation with the borders and uh, just letting anybody and everybody come through. Uh, And then we're being told by Congress, by the Democrats in particular, that it is our obligation it's our obligation as citizens to take care of these folks. And, you know, Mike, uh, Tucker Carlson has been uh, doing a series, and I didn't get to see it last evening, but he's been doing a series on the homeless, the homeless that America has, our citizens that are homeless, our vets that are homeless, and they've been showing them in the cities, you know, in particular. Just, it's just devastating what is going on in this nation, and, and Congress just ignores it.
1: Well, but I, I, in fairness, both parties got us into this mess. Oh, you're absolutely original.
4: correct. And both parties and, and so, are doing nothing.
1: <laughs> well, they're doing less than nothing, and I'll tell you why. Because both the leadership of both parties are placating um, several special interest groups. Number one, it's the U.S. Chamber of Commerce. I call them mm-hmm. the Chamber of Horrors. They yes. never met an alien they didn't embrace. I've testified at hearings where they appeared. And, in fact, at one hearing, it got pretty nasty. A guy who was with an organization affiliated with the Chamber of Commerce told me that border security was costing him wealth, that if we could get rid of those pesky borders, the money would be rolling in in record amounts. And here I stood, standing between him and great wealth. And I told him, I said, you know, those borders are our first and last line of defense against criminals, against terrorists, against those who would take our jobs, against narcotics, potentially against weapons of mass destruction. And he shrugged his shoulders and said, well, nothing is 100 percent safe. But if we could bring in all those foreign workers, my profits would go through the roof. And I said, so in other words, Damn the human lives who are lost and the people that are pushed into poverty as long as you make out literally like a bandit. I said, you know, I have a prayer for you. I said, I hope if there's another terrorist attack that they don't hurt a hair on your head. He said, you're kind. I said, no, I'm not. I want you to be standing right there so you can see your family destroyed. Because Mm -hmm. that's what happened to my neighbors here in New York City on 9-11. And the guy had nothing to say. You know, this isn't xenophobia. I am tired of the accusations. America is the most generous country in the world. We are the world's 911. When there's an earthquake or a catastrophe, a volcano, a tsunami, who shows up? America shows up. And we've always done it. We always should do it. I'm proud of us for doing it. But you can't solve world poverty and world hunger by importing the world's poor to the United States. America, uh, Bethan is kind of like a lifeboat, and we're low in the water, and we could easily capsize if we're not careful.
4: Oh, we are. That's a great analogy, Mike. We're heading into a break. I'm not going to open up the phone lines just yet. I'm going to just visit with Mike here a little bit, and we're going to cover a few things that I have some questions about, and I'm fairly certain he's got the answers. <laughs> You're listening to CSE Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. If you are one of those out there and you just happen to be listening today and you were hit by these storms last night, just to let you know, you are in our prayers and in our thoughts today Um uh, keep batting down the hatches you know folks because we're in the spring and that's when these storms come through you're listening to CSE talk radio this is Beth Ann and Beth Ann and Mike Cutler we're going to be right back Keep your food fresh and save money with VacuPack. Don't just wrap it, vacuum pack it. Tom Dolder of the Professional Marketing Group offers superior vacuum sealers. Their signature unit, VacuPack Elite, has proven the test of time and will outlast and outperform similar units on the market today. Store items such as coins, collectibles, pictures, silver or copper with no tarnish, no freezer burn, no moldy cheese, lessen your food waste by 90%. VacuPack protects your food and items from oxidation, mold and freezer burn every unit they sell has an in-house warranty plus Tom offers repair servicing and all accessories their motto if we can't fix it we don't sell it Tom Dolder has been providing the best vacuum sealers in the industry for many years give Tom a call at 1-800-227-3769 and visit his website vacuupack.com. that's V-A-C-U-P-A-C-K dot don't just wrap it vacuum pack it
3: Right here in the United States I have a 10 year warranty You can wash and dry my pillow, And I give you a
4: 60 day money back guarantee So you have nothing to lose And here's my best offer ever Get a 2 pack of MyPillow premiums for $69.98 That's only $34.99 per pillow Which is the lowest price ever offered on radio or TV This offer is only available at MyPillow.com Or call 1-800-978-6168 Use promo code Bethan. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world Visit MyPillow.com This is Beth Ann. I'm visiting today with Mike Cutler. It's been a little while since we've had him on and quite a few things have happened. Well, I say they're happening. Nothing's really happened yet. Just a lot of talk and a lot of writing, I guess, that uh, uh, when we talked on the phone last week, the president was just getting ready to announce his new immigration plan, and I know you said you weren't terribly happy with it the day before Lindsey Graham came out and announced his and they're <laughs> they're calling it Grahamnesty because he's offering amnesty to try and get the Democrats to approve it. you know there again that proves what you said that the Republicans and the Democrats are both to blame for what's going on, and they neither one are doing anything to stop it. You know we can blame no, the Democrats because they've been obviously obstructions but obstructionists but The Republican silence is pretty loud.
1: Well, it's it's not just silence, Beth. You know, let's go back to Ronald Reagan. And I know conservatives love Ronald Reagan. But I have to tell you, he gave us the first amnesty. He did. Uh, It was supposed to involve a million illegal aliens. It wound up with almost four million getting lawful status. Uh, Nobody talks about another number. How many millions of additional immigrants have come to the United States petitioned for by the aliens who were granted amnesty under the Reagan administration? Ronald Reagan also gave us the visa waiver program, which made it that much easier for millions of aliens to enter the United States. Today, nearly half a million aliens lawfully admitted disappear or otherwise violate the terms of their admission. Uh, we've increased the number of visa waiver countries. It should have ended, certainly, after 9-11 when the 9-11 Commission to which I provided testimony, determined that visa fraud and immigration fraud were the primary methods of entry and embedding for the terrorists. And Reagan also uh, included a a confidentiality provision in the amnesty. So while I am compelled and want to very much so when I was an agent, share our intelligence with other agencies, whether it's the FBI or DEA or local police, looking for murderers, drug dealers, kidnappers, terrorists – The the, uh, confidentiality provision made it a felony if I shared amnesty information with any other agency. So so some FBI agent came running to me breathlessly and said, Mike, we know there's a guy with an atom bomb in a truck. Do you have a photo? Do you have an address? Do you know the name of his brother? Uh, If we only had that information in the amnesty file and I turned that over, I would be committing a five-year felony. So both sides of the aisle— have wanted open borders, cheap labor, because it's become a delivery system. And what it delivers is an unlimited supply of cheap workers. That's not, you know, exploitation is not compassion. An unlimited supply of tourists an unlimited supply of clients the real estate agencies, which is why real estate is going up and Americans are being displaced and wind up homeless, an unlimited mm-hmm. supply of foreign students. Up until now, we've actually been educating hundreds of thousands of Chinese engineers and programmers so they could build up their military and hack our computers. Finally, President Trump is standing up to this madness. And all Wall Street worries about is how is that going to affect oh. earnings. And finally, no, that's... And I just want to make the one point, an unlimited supply of clients for immigration law firms. Bob Kutlath, oh, yeah. <laughs> the Republican chairman of the House Judiciary Committee, is an immigration lawyer. He's back practicing law, I'm sure, and his specialty with the H-1B visas, uh, whereby we are displacing hundreds of thousands of brilliant and experienced American high-tech workers and replacing them with foreign workers.
4: Well, the media will show us our border and the um, invasion that's happening there. But like you just said, it isn't just that border. And you you mentioned many times that every state is a border state. But here they come in with these student visas, and they're robbing us blind there. And they're doing it intentionally because we're allowing it. We're the dummies here that are just, you know, saying, you know, come on in. You can steal whatever you want. As long as we're making a buck on it, we're okay.
1: Well, you know, the communists said the capitalists will sell you the rope with which you will hang them. We're having a fire sale on rope. Uh, And in fact, a sleeper agent from um, the Middle East working for Hezbollah, was admitted as a student in the United States. We educated him. I believe he got a master's degree in engineering here in the United States, become a naturalized citizen, was just found guilty of supporting Hezbollah and other terrorist operations, and he was scoping out locations to be attacked in the United States with another young man who had a similar background. Um, well, you know, in the Boston— there was a hearing—
4: Go ahead. Sorry? I was, gonna no, I was going Boston to say the Boston Bomber Brothers, they came in on a visa—
1: They came in on visas. They claimed political asylum. We can never go back. And, of course, they went back proving they lied. And Bob Goodlatte, when he chaired the House Judiciary Committee, which oversees immigration, said, well, the solution is we need a new law. If an alien claims asylum and there's no regime change, then they're violating the law and we put them in jail. We didn't need the new law. It's obvious you're lying. If you say I can't go home and then you voluntarily go home, you don't need a law to prove you lied. What we needed were the agents. And that is something that no politician on either side of the aisle has asked for. We have 6,000 immigration agents, but they're not just doing immigration. Remember, the C in ICE is Customs. Customs has absolutely less than nothing to do with immigration. Before DHS was created, Customs was under the Treasury Department. They're all about collecting um, taxes and tariffs and revenue. Okay? Immigration was under the Justice Department. when. Uh, President George W. Bush, a Republican, put DHS together. I came to call the Department of Homeland Surrender. Um, He put customs in with immigration with other agencies. John Hostetler, a Republican who chaired the House Immigration Subcommittee, and I testified for John at least seven or eight times at one hearing on May 5, 2005, said that the way that DHS was put together created immigration incoherence making it impossible to secure the borders or enforce the immigration laws and he he was particularly upset because this was after we had determined that 9-11 and other terrorist attacks were only possible only possible because of multiple failures of the immigration system and i was proud of john and lamar smith back then republicans who stood up to the bush administration but this makes my point that both parties have done this to us and as far as i'm concerned what obama did was treasonous I'm not picking on the Republicans. I'm calling out the politicians who oppose a sovereign country. You know, in the Wild West, when, when people were under attack, what was the, the cry? Circle the wagons, right? Create a secure perimeter.
4: We've <laughs> well, been we need attacked. To do.
1: And are we circling the wagons or leaving ourselves wide open? Obviously, we're leaving ourselves wide open. And look at what's coming across the border. And this is not xenophobia. It's the drugs, it's the terrorists, it's the criminals, it's workers displacing Americans, it's schools being flooded uh, with kids who can't speak, read or write English. And I do agree with the president. We should incentivize aliens to come here uh, already knowing how to speak, read and write English. But there was a hearing a year ago, April of 2018, and the topic of the hearing was uh, state of terrorism, an examination of Iran's global terrorism network. Now, understand, Iran in the news today and I agree completely with President Trump for you know, getting us out of that god awful deal over the nuclear program that mm. Obama approved that put Iran on a trajectory ultimately to nuclear weapons. Yes. So one of the experts at the hearing, a gentleman by the name of Dr. Emmanuel O'Dolenge of the Foundation for the Defense of Democracy said this. In recent years, Hezbollah and Hezbollah is a client, it's run and financed by Iran, right? And we hear about it in the Middle East, but they're active in Latin America. The news media is not reporting this. They keep talking about the Middle East and Iran. Well, here we go. In recent years, Hezbollah's Latin American networks have also increasingly cooperated with violent drug cartels and criminal syndicates, often with the assistance of local corrupt political elites. Cooperation includes laundering of drug money, arranging multi-ton shipments of cocaine to the U.S. and Europe, and distributing and selling illicit substances. They go on. And then he says this, and this is what keeps me awake at night, quite frankly, Beth Ann. Mm -hmm. This toxic crime-terror nexus is fueling both the rising threat of global jihadism and the collapse of law and order across Latin America. Think about Venezuela, right? right? That is helping to drive drugs and people northward into the United States. It is sustaining Hezbollah's growing financial needs. It is helping Iran and Hezbollah consolidate a local constituency in multiple countries across Latin America, thus facilitating their efforts to build safe havens for terrorists and a continent wide infrastructure they could use to strike U.S. targets. How in the world could anybody with that information look at the border and say there's no emergency here? It's make believe.
4: Well, they're not looking, they choose to turn their head the other way.
1: Willful blindness.
4: Willful blindness. And when we talk about the Republicans in the Chamber of Commerce, we know that they're just as guilty and involved in all that as the Democrats are. They're globalists. They're socialists. And I don't – there might be a handful that are not that are fighting, but nothing's getting done, and it hasn't been getting done, as you say, for a very, very long time. is by design. Absolutely. And it is a purpose, and the purpose is always follow the money. You're listening to CSE Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. If you have a question for Mike, you can give us a call at 877 895 5410 That's 877 895 5410 I want to talk about your article that you had this morning about the exploiting of infants on the border. And we will be right back. Our founding fathers knew that the heartland would be coveted by those who want the land and its resources or hated by those who simply do not understand its value. It is that simple. And yet today, the humble folks in the heartland are losing jobs and feeling the pressures from an out-of-control bureaucracy as well as outsiders with agendas. From the heartlands of America come our food, manufacturing, and our energy. CSC Talk Radio is a voice crying from the heartland and standing up for rural America. And so is Power the Future. Power the Future is a unique foundation established to be the voice for rural American energy jobs. Daniel Turner is a strong advocate pushing against those who would like to punish rural folks and take their jobs for the sake of climate change or the land and its wealth. I'm proud to be a part of Power the Future and bring Daniel Turner here to you. Our future depends on it. Let's power the future as we bring America home to common sense jobs and give our rural families a voice. Visit PowerTheFuture.us. PowerTheFuture.us is the way to bring America home.
3: There's nothing wrong with global communication. public use without just compensation. However, Global Governance says private ownership of land contributes to social injustice. Public control of land use is indispensable. Learn more now. A short course in Global Governance is only seven fifty. dollars Visit our online store at csctalkradio.com or send seven fifty dollars to P.O. Box 73 California, Missouri 65018 for your A Short Course in Global Governance. A moment
0: from a founding father. Perpetual debt. Thomas Jefferson warned us of this. We must not let our rulers load us up with perpetual debt. The U.S. lives on debt. Our fiat money is nothing more than IOUs, promissory notes. A genius crime. Over a hundred years ago, Congress relinquished their duty to manage our economy and currency to a non-related government outsider, the Federal Reserve. Congress also decided to put the burden of income tax on we, the people. Life in America changed. Today, the taxes we pay are a substantial percentage of our our personal incomes the federal reserve controls the economy and currency by debt and thus debt became accepted rather than rejected thomas jefferson's warning we must not let our rulers load us up with perpetual debt rulers dc occupiers elected officials career politicians the two-party system is now a monopoly congress is corrupt we the people must demand congress to stop the perpetual debt 202-224-3121 make your voice heard
3: Oh, beautiful for spacious skies, for amber waves of grain, for companies that stay with us through thick and thin and pain. Join us as we celebrate the companies who support this nation. Support CSC Talk Radio. Our All American Market page hosts companies who are now affiliates and sponsors of CSC Talk Radio. My Pillow mccall's candles liberty tabletop and there's more to come whether you contact them via website or by phone you have to use the promo code bethann these companies have endured the economic storms of bad trade policies and u.s regulations and they have earned your business They take pride in their products. So visit the new webpage, CSCTalkRadio.com, and click on the All-American Market button. That's CSCTalkRadio.com All-American Market button. And always use the promo code, Bethann.
4: You know, Mike, you've got an article out today, Alien Smugglers Exploit Infants. And I had read an article last week, and I'd saved it for when you were coming on, and now I can't find it. <laughs> it's, it's mixed up with oh, all my papers. there you go. I know, it's the, but I can tell you what it said. And it was talking about the DNA tests that they've been doing, and I don't think they're doing yes. them at 100%. But the DNA tests are proving that at least 30% of these coming across are lying about those children. They do not belong to them. Yes. And uh, I'm certain well, it's probably larger also, than 30%. The What's that? I, I, saw the article,
1: I saw the article because I've been working also with Dennis Michael Lynch at dmlnews.com as well as frontpagemag.com, Page frontpage magazine. Okay. So I did a piece for him that I incorporated a link to that article you're describing about the DNA okay. testing.
4: Well, then we both have read it.
1: Yes, we're on the same page. Yep. Um, so and, 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 then you know, this morning
4: you're uh, go ahead.
1: No, and and if you remember, I just made the point that the 9-11 Commission found immigration fraud was the number one method of entry and a for the terrorists. In fact, the first hearing I ever did for Congress back in 97, May 20th, four and a half years before 9-11 was um, predicated on two terror attacks in 93, it focused on immigration fraud and visa fraud. And that was my very first hearing. I've been before, I think, 17 hearings in the House and Senate. And again, fraud is such a huge deal, and here you have children being fraudul- fraudulently, falsely paraded as a family member to expedite the entry of aliens who know that if they bring a child, they can't be held longer than 20 days. That is the consequence of the so-called Flores decision. So you bring a child to get out of, car- get out of jail card, and they're talking about children being rented, which may be happening. But I suspect children are being rented at gunpoint. They're being kidnapped. So when you hear about the separation of families, and they attribute this to Donald Trump, think about the aliens who come here without their families. They come illegally, and they're exploited, but they send money home. And then the politicians say, well, the way we reunite the family is now that you've come illegally, bring your whole family to meet with you and live with you in the United States. We used to do family reunification in the old days, Beth Ann. If we found an illegal alien, we sent we him, him home, home to be reunited with his family in his home country. <laughs> I Uncle like it your way, the Mike. The simplest solution is the best solution. How's that?
4: I think it's great. I don't know why we. – Well, I do know why we've strayed from that. You know because why? Because this working is with the, their money.
1: It's the nonsense. If you can't deport 11 million, then it's probably 40 million. But if you can't deport them all then the only thing we can do is give them legal status, get them out of the shadows. That's not designed to get them out of the shadows. You know where they want to get them? To the waiting rooms of the law firms. That's why comprehensive reform, which I came to call the Terrorist Assistance and Facilitation Act, because there's no capacity to interview them, let alone do a field investigation. Jeff Sessions, as the senator of Alabama at the time, quoted me from the floor of the Senate on three separate occasions. So that's when I gave it that that name, the Terrorist Assistance and Facilitation Act. And we're being told, well, we're going to get them out of the shadows. There was no money to hire more agents to look for the aliens who continued to hide. The idea was to get them to go to the lawyers to get lawful status. And that terrible legislation even would have paid the legal bills for the illegal aliens. Why? Not because we were trying to be compassionate to the aliens. Lawyers hate to work for free. They're all about billable hours.
4: And they do not work for free.
1: No. No. You know. I I mean, it's remarkable. You know, I I jokingly say, do you know what you have when you have a half dozen lawyers up to their necks in sand? And this isn't true of all lawyers. There are some very good lawyers. But I always like this joke. If you have a half dozen lawyers up to their necks in sand, you need more sand. (laughs) (laughs)
4: <laughs> <laughs> we have a caller from Iowa. He has a question on the sure. Chinese or a comment on Chinese immigration. Tim, Tim, how are you doing sure. today?
2: Hi, great. How's it going, Beth? How's it going, Mike? <laughs> it's, it's
1: going, going well, Tim. Thank you for the call. I hope you're doing okay.
2: Hey, Yeah, you, you mentioned the Chinese before, and I think it would be a good opportunity for you here to elaborate more on this. Uh, Huawei's in the news a lot um, mm-hmm. There's uh, with, with their leaders and everything. There's a newly elected, uh, we're not going to get into names and states, but there's a newly elected U.S. senator who just loves Huawei. and the past, who's, uh wanted to make sure that our Defense Department mainframe uh, computer software got sold to them. And, uh, you know, I, I think, is there a lot of covert, uh, from an immigration angle, is there a lot of covert operations going on with China And uh, specifically, like, in the fentanyl deal and stuff like that. Absolutely
1: is. In fact, I wrote an article for Front Page magazine. I'm trying to bring it up on my computer even as we're speaking. Um, China is a huge problem. 60 Minutes did a piece where they attribute most of the fentanyl in the United States to China, not only being smuggled across the Mexican border, but actually being sent through the postal system, believe it or not. Yeah, I saw that. And and the Trump administration has come to talk about fentanyl really as being a form of biological or chemical warfare against America. It kills thousands of people. Just touching a microscopic quantity of it is enough to give you an overdose. So you're talking about doses that could kill tens of millions of people. They've, You know, DEA, and I I spent half my 30 years with the INS with the Drug Task Force. So the task force went and raided an apartment in Queens a couple of years ago, Queens, New York. And I, I forgot the exact number, but I believe that they said that the quantity seized, the fentanyl, could have killed 10% of the U.S. population. Stop and let that number sink in. And it's coming from China. China controls what's going on. They also hack our computers. Uh, in fact, I believe it was the Anthem Healthcare System and two other major companies were hacked by computer programmers in China, and over 78 million Americans' IDs were stolen. And this just happened within the last two years. The, the prosecution was just announced by the Justice Department. Chinese espionage in America is so routine that the intelligence community has given it a sarcastic term. They call it Chinese takeout. Think about that. So we know what's going on. We know that China provides technology to North Korea. We know that China is guilty of atrocities against their own people. And yet Google agreed to work with China to put up the Internet using it, but but censoring it severely because they want the money from China. But the same executives at Google said that they would not work with the U.S. military on moral ground. Does that not leave you with your head spinning?
2: Yeah, I know. You know the, by the way, I want also know, here. to also
1: know, you were asking about immigration. There's also the Confucius schools where you have Chinese government officials dictating the curriculum here in universities in the United States when their students attend those schools. They give them major endowments, which I guess buys their complicity. So they get to pick faculty members and they modify the curriculum to paint China as a wonderful country when in reality there are adversaries.
2: Yeah, and you, you know you mentioned the, the US Chamber of Commerce before, another player in all this is the National Farm Bureau because it's hard to explain to people out here in rural America what's actually going on with this China deal that they're actually they're actually on ground zero. This is the front line on this because it it's <clears throat> It's another front in what you're trying to do, Michael, and it's covert. It's a covert part. It's 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 uh, you know you know I'm sitting in front of my computer right now too. It's what they're doing in in finances and stuff. And fortunately, last weekend I sat there all weekend and heard about how Trump was caving on the steel tariffs with Canada and Mexico. Well, that's because they caved on on our farm tariffs for our products going into Canada and Mexico. So yeah, We don't
4: usually get the full uh, it's, stories. It's
2: really important in rural, Iowa, in rural America that we that, that the farmers realize you, you can sell it somewhere else. The the policy with China has to stand because it's 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 a it's it's also a huge immigration issue.
1: Well, Tim, exactly. if you look at the trajectory, and the problem is that for our politicians, long-term planning is the next election. For China, they think decades. We're thinking, you know, months down the road. They're looking for world domination. That's what they're determined to do, and we're not doing anything to stop them.
4: And we're headed into a break. Tim, thank you for your call. We have another caller holding Mike and Beth Ann. We're going to be right back. Our founding fathers knew that the heartland would be coveted by those who want the land and its resources or hated by those who simply do not understand its value. It is that simple. And yet today, the humble folks in the heartland are losing jobs and feeling the pressures from an out-of-control bureaucracy as well as outsiders with agendas. From the heartlands of America come our food, manufacturing, and our energy. CSC Talk Radio is a voice crying from the heartland and standing up for rural America. And so is Power the Future. Power the Future is a unique foundation established to be the voice for rural American energy jobs. Daniel Turner is a strong advocate pushing against those who would like to punish rural Folks, And take their jobs for the sake of climate change or the land and its wealth. I'm proud to be a part of Power the Future and bring Daniel Turner here to you. Our future depends on it. Let's power the future as we bring America home to common sense jobs and give our rural families a voice. Visit PowerTheFuture.us. PowerTheFuture.us is the way to bring America home. You're familiar with Range Magazine, packed with hard, cold facts regarding the battles we face out on the range and at home. Beyond the battles are beauty and pictures and words that will take you to another place in time. CJ and Range Magazine have produced a line of hardbound books that should be a part of your home library. The most recent publication is Cowboys and Critters, containing unique photos of the people and animals that make up the ranching world. These beautiful books, which make fantastic gifts, have won numerous awards, such as the I'm Mike Lindell, the inventor of my pillow.
3: For the longest time, I've wanted to come out with the world's most comfortable bed sheets. But up until now, I haven't been able to find anything that held up to my high standards. I have finally found the best cotton in the world in a region where the Sahara Desert, the Nile River, and the Mediterranean Sea all come together to create the ideal weather conditions for growing cotton. My new Giza Dream bed sheets are made with this long staple cotton, and I guarantee they will be the most comfortable sheets You'll ever own. The first night you sleep on my sheets, you'll never want to sleep on
4: anything else. The Giza Dream Sheets are available in a variety of colors, and like all of Mike's products, they come with a sixty-day money back guarantee and a ten year warranty. Right now you can get your very own by calling one-eight hundred and use the promo code Beth Ann to get 30% off plus free shipping. When I think of bringing America home, I think of family sitting around the table. As a young girl, it was my job to set the table. Setting the table meant tablecloth, plates, drinking glasses, and the flatware, which had to be placed correctly on the respective sides of the plates. Regardless of the time of year, sitting down at the table is an American thing to do. It's great family. Liberty Table Tabletop can help you set your table. They are the only flatware manufacturer in the United States of America. Using high-quality 1810 chromium nickel stainless steel. All that and with competitive prices. When you order, use the promo code Ann to receive 10% off of your order. Visit LibertyTabletop.com or give them a call the old-fashioned American way. 844-386-2338. That's 844-386-2338. Use the promo code Ann and receive 10% off your purchase. Let's set the table and bring America home. And we have returned. you listening to CSC Talk Radio. We're going to go to the phone lines. We're in the final segment of today's show. We have Mark from Massachusetts. Mark, how are you today?
2: Good morning, Bethlehem. May I make a couple of brief statements to your guests? Quickly. Okay, quickly. <laughs> yeah, anybody in in the know already knows that the state of California is owned, blocked, stock, and barrel by the People's Republic of China. They own that state. Well, let me let me let me
1: just make a suggestion so that we can make best use of our time. Is there a specific question you'd like to ask me so we can we can do that?
4: We are in the final right. segment, Mark. All right, I'll, I'll
2: ask us. Hello, I'll ask you a specific yes. question. As far as the immigration goes, do you believe that the Immigration Reform Act passed by uh, Ted Kennedy in nineteen sixty-four? is the root of the problems that we're experiencing with immigration today. 1964 no, Immigration Reform no, no. Right. I, 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 I heard you.
1: Yeah, it's, a, it's part of the problem, but it's not the reason, okay? It's only a problem that we're facing today. The problem that we're facing today is the unwillingness of the politicians to live up to their oaths of office and maintain the promises they've made to their constituents when they ran for election. You know, we admit a million lawful immigrants every year, but we're being told we have to open up the borders to anybody who comes in illegally. We've made it almost impossible to remove aliens who violate our immigration laws. We have sanctuary cities, which fly in the face of common sense and law. They are obstructing immigration law enforcement. They not only violate the law, but they're violating the findings and recommendations of the 9-11 Commission. There is no simplistic answer except to tell you that there is a push for globalism on a scale that we've never seen in the United States before. That's the best answer I can give you.
4: Okay. Thank you for your call. Thank you for your call. Thank you. Thank you, Mark. You know, Mike, uh, I don't know if you've read... I know that I haven't seen it, and that is the plan that uh, um, President Trump has put out there. And maybe if we could both get a hold of that, we could have a show on the good, the bad, I'll and the ugly what, of the plan. I'll tell you what real
1: quickly that I don't like and what I do like. I agree that we should be okay. merit-based, but if there's no integrity, all this will be is a way to bring in many more foreign workers to displace still more Americans. And one thing President Trump said that I got upset with when he said we need to bring in brilliant students, You know, the world's best and brightest have a name. We call them Americans. And, yes, Mm -hmm. there are extraordinary people from around the world. You know, I I always get the criticism, well, you wouldn't have admitted Einstein or Elon Musk? No, I sure would, because they are exceptional. But what we have done is to bring in hundreds of thousands of foreign workers. By definition, hundreds of thousands are not exceptional. By the way, that's a point that Jeff Sessions made back when he was the, the, the senator from Alabama. Uh, So what we're really doing is using immigration as a form of corporate welfare to drive down the expense of wages, but here's the problem. We're pushing America to the left. When Americans think that putting on the lights when they come home from work is a luxury that they may not be able to afford, then they will vote for the the party that provides subsidies. Which party is that? It's the Democrats. So not only are we importing people who will ultimately likely vote for Democratic candidates, We're forcing Americans to vote for the Democrats because they can't afford to maintain their standard of living the way that wages have been depressed and housing has gone up. So this is a push by the Democratic Party to achieve one government rule. That's really what I believe motivates them. And the Republicans are blinded by greed and don't see it coming, perhaps.
4: Well, I, I, yeah, I think they are not. I'm not so sure they're blinded. (laughs) I think they've got the greed, but I'm not sure they're blinded. I think they know what they're doing. But this
1: is not good for America or for their own survival either in the long term.
4: You know, something that one of the and I think it was Gillibrand that's running for president said we're talking about immigration. And she was talking about they'll they'll show up. They'll do what's right. Well, they haven't been doing what's right. That's why they're crossing the border illegally. They're not doing what's right. So what makes no, you think no if
1: they, if they don't show? There's no one to look for them again. That's why you don't yeah, have the agents. Six thousand agents. The agents yeah. are needed to make sure the employers don't hire illegals. People say, well, mandatory verify. Yes. But if you don't have agents conducting the audits, all these people will do is hire the aliens off the books. So on paper, they look like fresh-driven snow. But in reality, they don't have the 48 people that the paperwork shows. They have 410 people that the paperwork doesn't show. The other thing that immigration agents do is go after crooked lawyers. And if you look at what's going on with immigration law practices, Mm. there are some very good immigration attorneys. I don't want to paint with too broad a brush. But there's a lot of chicanery going on. And the immigration agents are the ones who would be able to figure it out. And believe me, that's something that the politicians are resisting mightily.
4: Oh, yeah, <laughs> because they're all some of that. <laughs> yeah. They're all involved well, what in he's that. Having, like he said, you said, know? the majority of them are immigration lawyers. <laughs> yeah,
1: think about so it. No wonder, they want, yeah, no
4: wonder they want, yeah. It,
1: There's a conflict. But we're in a mess, mess
4: you think? Uh, oh, absolutely it, uh, a conflict of but interest. The it is all the time. You know, I call them D.C. occupiers, occupying offices and cutting deals, because that's what they're doing.
1: And, and the other part they're of the taking, problem that no one ahead. realizes, the kids who work for them are, are, are being hired by the lobbying group. So they come in at the age of 25, 26 from the Ivy League schools, where they've been drinking the Kool-Aid with two straws, and they're mm. off to the double and triple the paycheck next year if they can get the congressman or senator they work for to vote a certain way on particular bills. And if you try to not- speak to anybody who works on the staff, very often within six months that revolving door spins and there's new people in those desks. You know, if you want to power America, we need to install generators on that revolving door and then we would have plenty of power. <laughs>
4: <laughs> I read oh, something yesterday. I think that's pretty great. I read something yesterday said if the professors of the universities believed what they're teaching, they'd all be working for free.
2: You bet. You bet.
4: <laughs> we have a lot of hypocrisy going on. I like to talk about how Bernie Sanders came out of the closet as a millionaire and lost a lot of his followers when they realized. And he says, well, all I did was write a book. You know, you can yeah, write a okay, book and be a millionaire, sure. too. And I'm going, I think that's capitalism, Bernie. And besides his book, you know, anyway, yeah. it just goes on and on and on. The hypocrisy that we see and, and most of it is all about them doing better and not the United well, well, States, American citizens. Well, well,
1: ask is, is please go to my website folks it's michael cutler c-u-t-l-e-r michael cutler.net i write for the so for uh, well, i've written for the social contract FrontPageMag.com, dennis michael lynch dml com and i do my blog talk radio show friday night 7 p.m the michael cutler hour on blog talk radio so um but please folks get involved you know i always make the point that Absolutely. democracy is not a spectator sport we need the politicians to know that we're on to them
4: Well, just like a community comes together when we have disasters like we did here in our area last night, the community. The country, the people need to come together to fix this problem. We need to hold these officials accountable, push them against the wall, and tell them we're done with this stuff. You need to fix it. And it's an easy fix. That's the problem. It's an easy fix. Thank you, Mike. We are out of time. I appreciate everything you do so much. We'll have, have, have you on have again. A, have a wonderful soon.
1: Memorial Day weekend. Let's remember it's about the troops too. have given so much for this country.
4: The final, yeah, the final sacrifices. Thank you so much, yeah. Mike. You know, folks, it truly is about us all coming together to bring America home.
0: CSC Talk Radio's goal is to bring America home. That includes you and your business.
4: CSC Talk Radio is making available two pocket-sized booklets which will arm you with the truth. President Lincoln said study the Constitution, let it be preached from the pulpit, proclaim the legislatures and enforced in courts of justice. The Citizen's Rule Book is a pocket-sized booklet containing the Bill of Rights, our Constitution and much more, explaining our rules. A must-read and a convenient to carry. Keep one in your pocket, one in your car and one in your purse. The second punch of power is Sheriff Richard Mack's victory for state sovereignty. Understanding that our states rights supersede federal laws and mandates is vital and valuable information the supreme court victory of mac prince versus usa is a victory for all states five dollars will put power in your pocket order now send five dollars to csc talk radio
3: timely credible thoughtful discussion without
4: the
1: partisan outrage this is the loving liberty radio network